Happy Tuesday and welcome to what I hope is going to be a really useful episode for you today or perhaps just actually a reminder of something that you already know. And I'm just wondering if you ever wish that there was one thing that you could do to help you live your life differently. Something that would perhaps allow you to make better choices so that you could feel better and so that your relationships might be better and so that you might not make so many mistakes, so you might perform better. And I think that there really is one simple thing that we can do that allows us to make these choices And this is the one thing that we're going to be talking about today. Are you overwhelmed by the juggle of trying to fit it all in? Do you long to be more present, but you just find yourself reacting to life rather than being in control of it? Are you desperate for some me time in amongst the chaos? I'm Charlotte, a personal trainer, coach, mum and wife who works because I love my job. I was living the absolutely chaotic life of working full-time, managing the emotional and mental load, trying to meet everyone's needs while completely forgetting about my own. And I finally realized that if I was going to enjoy my work and this journey of motherhood, I needed to set boundaries and make choices that would make me feel more in control, would make me feel healthier and happier so that I could work and mother the way that I wanted to. If you want to create a way of being that allows you to get your work done and be the mum you want to, while earning an income and finding joy in your work, I'm so glad you're here. So put away that laptop, tie up your mum bun and lock the bathroom door. We're learning how to juggle. Before we tuck into today's episode, I just wanted to share this wonderful testimony that I got from a client of mine who I had the privilege of working with and sharing her life with. And she says, I felt insecure, worried and stressed before I met Charlotte. I was facing financial problems, marriage problems and an addict son in rehab. I found I could open up to Charlotte from the beginning and talk to her about anything. I felt lighter and free after talking to Charlotte. She gave me the tools to feel lighter and calmer. I would recommend Charlotte to anyone who needs to unfold and talk about their problems. She's so easy to talk to. And so I just wanted to say that if you would like some help feeling lighter and calmer and finding some freedom from the worries and the stresses of life, contact me on charlotte at charlottehaggy.com to have a quick chat to find out if I'm the right person to help you, uh, if you feel like we connect, or you can just go directly to bit.ly forward slash b and b coaching and book a a one hour balance and boundary coaching session where we can just look at what's happening for you we can help you to create a path from from this kind of heaviness and whatever you're holding to that place of lightness and that place of calm but in the meantime i hope that this episode helps you find some calm in the chaos today that can come with life as a managing mum We all know how incredibly busy the days are and I have certainly found lately that as we have raced into this new year and all that the new year brings with it, we are already six weeks into this year and I'm absolutely back on that hamster wheel. I am racing around, I'm chasing my tail, I am trying to keep up with everything and those wonderful lazy days of the Christmas holidays are far gone. 
And I think for me, certainly day-to-day life has got just that much more frazzled than it was a few weeks ago. And I have noticed that many of us are feeling this. I've noticed with my friends, I've noticed with clients, I've noticed in the school parking lot. And I was thinking about what happens for us when we get here and how we can stop ourselves from digging ourselves deeper into this hole, into this kind of pit of, of frazzledness and rush and reactivity. And the whole analogy made me think about a client who came to me a few months ago and she was in a really deep, deep hole. And she created the analogy of the hole as a kind of illustration of where she felt that she was. And yeah, that her story, her analogy really just stood out for me when I was thinking about this because I feel like it's similar to so many of us. She, at that point, had found herself saying yes to everyone, supporting everyone in her family during a very particularly difficult time in that moment when they all needed her. She was taking on more at work. She was generally just kind of falling deeper and deeper into this pit of chaos, this pit of frazzledness. And she eventually got to a point where she just didn't have the energy to care anymore. She didn't care what happened at work. She couldn't support her family in the way that she wanted to or in the way that they needed her to because she just didn't have the capacity to do that. She was completely worn out. She was exhausted. She was emotional. And her performance in most of the areas of her life was really suffering. Her performance at work, her performance as a mum, the way that she was looking after herself, her ability to to go to the gym, to exercise, to watch what she ate, to engage with people. It was all just feeling too much and it was all just really suffering. And when she came to see me, we did the one thing that I think can be your secret weapon to helping you to improve your relationships, your performance and your health. We paused. This one thing, this one small practice was for her, I believe, in that moment. And I believe for you can be your secret weapon. The pause can be your best friend when it comes to performance. In that hour that we spent together, my client and I just helped her to slow down her thoughts. To give her the space and the time to think about how she got to this point, why she was in this situation, and also then how could she move past it? How could she dig herself out of that hole? Before we'd had this conversation, before she'd had the time to slow down, she just felt like she was so deep in this hole and there was no way out. I think that many of us feel like we are falling down into such a hole as she was in. Or that we're already at the bottom of this hole and our performance at work, at home, in life, in general, is really suffering as a result. And so is our joy. So is our energy. So is our health. So are our relationships suffering because we just feel so deeply in this dark space. When we don't pause in our lives, we live reactively. We're unable to keep our boundaries. We say yes to things that don't serve us. Our engagements with others are are reactive. We're perhaps snappy. Maybe we're indifferent. 
maybe we're even insensitive rather than calm and coherent and compassionate and kind in our reactions. We do tasks reactively. We deal with things as they get thrown at us, rushed and kind of unconsciously, rather than slowly getting things done consciously, with purpose, with intention. And often in the state where we're just reacting, we're not even aware of how we're doing the tasks that are getting thrown at us. And the result of this is that we really, we just are actually perpetuating the cycle. We're creating more fluster. We're creating more stress and anxiety. We're struggling to make decisions. Our strategic thinking is affected. We lose our creativity and our focus and our productivity. And this has a huge impact on our relationships with those we're leading, whether this be the, way, the, the people that we're leading at home as a mother, whether this be the team that we're leading as a manager. And I really believe that in order to make a change, the incredible power of the pause is an undeniable way that we can shift how we are operating and how we are performing. And I think that there are various different pauses that we can make to do this. The first pause that we can use is that tiny little pause. That pause in the moment where before we jump in and react, before we say something or we do something in response to a situation, we stop. If we're in a conversation and we need to say something, we can stop and we can think, does this need to be said? Does this need to be said by me? Does this need to be said by me right now? I don't know if you have ever come home from school drop-off or from a party or from a day of work and you thought, oh my gosh, I wish I hadn't said that. Or I really should have said that differently. Or I should have said something else. Pausing, which is very difficult because it's not our natural inclination to pause, but pausing can make such a huge difference to being able to choose how we speak and what we say. This tiny little pause can also allow us to choose how we respond to something that's being asked of us. If you are someone who, like my client who was deep in this hole, really struggled to say no, you can say to the person asking you, I'll get back to you on that. This gives you the time to decide what your body is telling you about whether you want to do what they're asking or not. It gives you time to not just step in and do the natural, which is to say yes, but to think, does my body feel light and at ease about doing this task? If it does, then absolutely you can say yes. If your body feels heavy or lethargic or irritated or angry about doing this task, then you can choose whether you are willing to do it despite this feeling or you now have the opportunity to come up with a way to say no that is perhaps easier for you than a straight no. Maybe a no that says, I can't do it at this point. I might be able to do it at another point. Or if you really don't want to do it, 
just to say, thank you very much for asking me, but I'm afraid I can't do that. This little pause takes practice. It is in itself a choice that allows you to then make the choices about what you say or what you do. And I must say, I find this little pause much easier in one-on-one conversations where I have a little bit more space and there's only one other person in that engagement. When I'm in group settings, I find it so hard because there are so many voices, there's so much noise, and it almost feels like there's a smaller gap to get oneself heard. So we jump into that gap quickly without stopping to think about what we're going to say. But it's really good to practice this little pause in both one-on-one and group settings and just to slow down. I'm telling myself this just as much as I'm telling you. But just to slow down, not to blend into the background, not to just sit there and end up being a fly on the wall in the conversation that's going on, but to really choose the things that you say and the actions that you take. The second pause is the pause during the day that we can make to make that we can take to make sure that we don't start falling into that hole of stress or that hole of fluster, that kind of darkness that comes with feeling out of control and unable to perform at our best. A lot of research has been done into this and research shows that breaks, little breaks in the day are absolutely essential to improving our mood, to improving our overall well-being, and to improving our capacity to perform. An author, Tony Schwartz, he's the best-selling author and CEO of The Energy Project, he writes that human beings perform best and are most productive when they alternate between periods of intense focus and intermittent renewal. And I absolutely can see how that happens. When I am able to sit and really be productive, get stuff done, turn my phone onto airplane mode, not be distracted, and then go and have a real good break in somewhere in the day, whether it's to go for a walk around the garden or the block or to just go and read a bit of a book somewhere or just to take that intermittent renewal that he calls it, I can then come back and be so much more in focus. But I I also know that when we are busy being busy, it can be really hard to break that habit of just going from one task into the next and actually finding that we're busy, but we're not terribly productive. I read a great article the other day and the article was talking about outer noise and inner noise and outer silence and inner silence. I was thinking about this in terms of when we take those pauses throughout the day. And I think it's much easier to find outer silence. I mean, it's it's easier. That doesn't necessarily mean it's easy. But it's much easier to find outer silence than it is to find inner silence, I think. And so my suggestion is that in moments during your day, go and find that outer silence if you can. Find a place that is away from the overstimulation of chatter or of music or of notifications on your phone, of 
traffic, some kind of space where there is potential, there is capacity for outer silence. And then in that space, see if you can create moments of inner silence throughout your day. This inner silence is when we are quietening the chatter, the noise that's in our heads. This might be in a moment, maybe two to five minutes where you sit in your car before you go into the office or before you go into the house. This might be in the moment that you just go and sit on the loo. If you're lucky enough to go to the loo on your own, use this opportunity when you're on the loo just to sit. Sit for a minute or two and try to quieten that inner chatter. This is hard to do because the inner chatter is something that we're generally not really that aware of. But first of all, take some time to to become aware of it. What is going on? What is all this chatter that's going on in my head? And then choose to shift your the focus of your attention away from that chatter. Focus your attention on a sense, perhaps, like your sense of sight or your sense of sound or your sense of touch. Really listen to something, putting all of your focus and your attention on that one thing. Or really feel the fabric of your trousers between your fingers. Or rub your fingertips together and really feel the grooves of your fingerprint. Or look at something. Look at something with such incredible attention that you see things on that something that you have never seen before. In these moments, you can practice the power, the incredible power and strength of that pause. Because what's happening is that you're stabilizing your nervous system. You're getting it back into balance so that you are no longer just acting out of a reactivity to what's outside of you, but you're actually choosing how you walk into the next conversation or into the next piece of work or into the next engagement. If you do find it really difficult to focus, perhaps you can save this uh this timepiece of this episode and use this power of the pause practice which was being created by Cara Bradley who's the host of a podcast called On the Verge and you can use this little practice to help you to stabilize your nervous system to help you bring balance back into your body so that you can move into that space of inner silence and calm The first thing is to place your feet on the floor and your hands on your thighs and close your eyes. If you're driving, just keep your eyes steadily focused forwards. If you're on a run, do this at some point where you do have a moment. If you're cooking the supper, again, just listen to this and do it when you have a chance to do it later on. For a moment, bring your attention way down to your feet. Just notice your feet on the ground. Notice your seat in the chair. Notice your hands on your legs. Now find your heart beating. Find your pulse somewhere in your body. Bring your mind, your attention into your body as quickly as you can. 
And now place a light attention, no pressure, but just a light attention on the natural rhythm of your breath. And with your mind focused on your breath, see if you can start to notice a sense of ease in your body. As you exhale, maybe there's a little bit less tension, a little less noise. There's not much more to do, but for the next few moments, just to notice your feet, notice your hands, notice your heartbeat and your breath. Land your attention on any of those areas in your body and just take a moment to pause. Now, if your eyes have been closed, open them up and just notice what those few moments of pause can do. Our bodies are absolutely the most incredible, brilliant, stabilizing systems when we give them the opportunity to get back into balance, back into alignment. And use that practice at any point in the day just to bring yourself back into balance. The third and the last pause is that longer pause that we can take from life. The pause where we can step out of the relentless grind, the, the lack of respite, the on and on, that hamster wheel. And we can really find a space to regenerate, to renew ourselves. I li like this quote from Chris Johnson, who wrote the book, The Leadership Pause. It says so much about how important pausing and being still is. She says, To mindfully pause is to interrupt your automatic reactions to life's events and the stories that flow from those reactions. Pausing allows your mind to take a break so you can be with life as it is versus how you'd like life to be. Pausing is also part of a larger cycle of work and renewal, a rhythmic flow of life. Pausing is not merely a good idea. It's a required nutrient like air or water. To take time out, especially when we are feeling victim to our circumstances, to what life is throwing at us, so that we can be renewed so that we can look at our lives from a bird's eye, bird's eye view and see where we can take back control, where we can actually be in charge of our lives, in charge of how we step out and make things happen rather than what's being thrown at us is absolutely vital. My clients do this when they come to see me and we take that hour to just look from a different perspective at their lives to look and see where they can interrupt, interrupt those automatic reactions to life events, to those stories that flow from these reactions, so that they can actually start to make choices again, so that they can start to dig themselves out of that hole of reactivity, that hole of exhaustion, that hole of poor performance, and they can do what is life-giving for them. They can speak life into their relationships, into their creativity. They can be innovative. They can 
think clearly, they can make decisions, they can have that incredible ability that allows them to be the leaders that they want to be at work and at home. So your secret weapon that you can use to improve your health, to improve your relationships, to improve your performance is so simple. But it does come with practice. It's not our normal inclination to slow down or to stop before we race into the next sentence or before we move into the next action. But I really invite you to include all three pauses that we've talked about today. That in the moment pause, the longer take a moment to find outer and inner silence pause, and that little bit longer kind of stepping back from your life whether you do it with a coach or a psychologist or whether you go away from it all and you journal over a weekend away or a week away or a day away or whatever it might be that you need. Give yourself the gift of the pause and just see how it works its power in your life. If you're struggling with this, you are welcome to get in touch and we can help you to find moments where you can stop, where you can take a moment just to breathe and to be curious and to find the balance that you need so that you can be creative, so that you can have clarity, so that you can let go of stress and overwhelm and be productive. I so hope that this episode has given you something to think about or something to help support you in this journey of working motherhood. If so, would you take 30 seconds to share it with another mum who may need some help in managing it all? I would also be thrilled if you would go to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review there. This way, I know that what I'm offering is making a difference and this is what I long to do. I hope you have a great week and I'll see you back here on Tuesday. And so that you can look after yourself and all of those other people who depend on you to look after them too. Have fun playing with this, practicing it. And I really hope that you find that this pause, this little thing can be your secret weapon to making things so much easier, so much more confident as you lead and as you live your life. Contact me on charlotte at charlottehaggy.com to have a quick chat to find out if I'm the right person to help you, uh, if you feel like we connect, or you can just go directly to bit.ly forward slash B&B coaching and book a a one hour balance and boundary coaching session where we can just look at what's happening for you. We can help you to create a path from, from this kind of heaviness and whatever you're holding to that place of lightness and that place of calm 